Y'all, I'm politicking with the homie poet, Poe Politicking. Self-help meets hip-hop. That's fucking beautiful. What up, Poe? What up, DJ Period? Just two black brothers. I see y'all out there doing what y'all do, preserving the hip-hop culture and introducing the future stars. Keep shining, kings. Real and recognize real. Love is love. Salute. Yeah. PoePolitikin.com Welcome back to PoePolitikin.com. Your home for self-help meets hip-hop. Make sure you go on Spotify, we're on YouTube, we're on Amazon. Type in PoePolitikin. Listen to my interviews since 2008. One, two, one, two. I'm in the place to be with Dennis Reed II. How you doing, bro? I'm good, Brody. How you? I'm good. I'm rejoined by you. I think we talked about six months ago. Yeah, you kept me away for six months, bro. What's up? I'm supposed to be a monthly. <laughs> I see I ain't in no movie yet. Shit, I see we ain't that cool. You put me I got to get movie. you here, bro. I do. I got to get you here, man. But I see, I mean, I, don't, I think last time we talked, man, I don't think this, um, I don't think COVID was popping like it was. Nah, it, it was probably out here. We just didn't know it was out here. So how everything like how I know you're still doing doing films and stuff. So how have you adjusted to filming during the COVID? Um, I did one film during the COVID, and um, it's called "He Says She Said." We actually is an editor right now. I was on the phone with the editor before on the Zoom with the editor before I hit you up. Um, it went kind of smooth. I ain't had no issues. But we about to get ready for First Lady Three. It just the the only problem is you know we be doing these premieres. And I don't think we're gonna be able to do a good premiere for um for this joint. You know what I mean? For he said, she said. But we killed it for the um, indictment premiere because we did it at the drive-in. It was mm. cold and you know it's cold in Detroit now though. Yeah, so it's always cold in the D, I heard. Not always. Look at our summers. What the fuck? You remember that song? It's so cold in the D. Yo, that was not <laughs> on the Listen, man, you are not gonna put that on us, okay? I don't even know them people, man. They were doing it in the cemetery. I remember uh, that doggo video, man. So I saw you uh, You got a new movie you're working on right now, Indictment, Who is Jonathan Carter? It's out now? That's out now, man. That mug is doing good. I need more people to watch it, though. Where is it at? Where, it's on, on Tubi and IMDb TV. Okay, because we had a little... Man, sometimes we, uh, we got this... Me and my wife play a game where before we go to sleep, we just put it on Tubi because, you know, Tubi... It's one of the only ones that don't stop playing. Right. So you put you put one video, man, you wake up on some crazy shit when you wake up. <laughs> so I got to, um, if it's already on there, I'll make sure I check it out, man. I ain't even yeah, know watch it, man. G- give me the, I need the views. Watch it and tell your people to watch it. I got you. So what's, what is the movie about? I know it's about Jonathan Carter, but, you know. Indictment Who is Jonathan Carter is really just simple, man. It's about this dude named Jonathan Carter who they don't know if this dude is a drug dealer. They don't know if this dude is a a business owner. They just know he a father. His best friend finds out through um, through some fake snitches that this guy may be the biggest heroin dealer in Detroit. Hmm. And um, he trying to prove that his best friend is really – the ghost per se, but his best friend is and his wife, who's played by Jennifer Williams from the Basketball Wives, is trying to prove her husband innocence. Yeah, I gotta watch that just to watch that. Yeah, man, it's, it's dope. It's really it's, dope. We got, we got Jennifer Williams and Benzino in it. You know, um, I think Yada Yada's in that movie. Yup. Yeah. 
Yes, yeah, how you be pulling? You be getting the stars on your movies. You got Jennifer Williams hoops. How you be pulling them on on these movies? I make a call, bro. No, man. Honestly, Jennifer came through Benzino. Mm. Um, Benzino walked in my restaurant with my homeboy, who also introduced me to Yada. So I got a homeboy named Onion who knows everybody. And Onion, if you know him, I call him like the Mayor of Detroit. He knows everybody that's in music. Mm. And he bring people to my restaurant, man. We chop it up and the next thing you know, they're they, they in front of my camera. So how was, um, well, I mean, they was both on those re on the reality shows, but I'm saying how did they go from, you know, Benzino's more like a rapper. So how did they translate and act and how did they do? You know, they did great. Benzino is a fucking natural, man. And Gian did good, man. Like, Gian did real good. Like, me and Gian ended up, like, really hooking up. And now we doing a, 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 what you call that, documentary called Scam Likely. You know what I mean? Um, that's fucking fire. Her and Angela Yee doing it. And I'm just one of the executive producers on there. And, like, COVID, I know it killed a lot of people, but it's doing me pretty good, man. I'm not even tripping. It's, like, it's a good year for me. Yeah, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of creatives are saying, like, it's kind of just giving you more time to create. Yeah, it's giving you a lot of time. Only fucked up part, though, Poe, is, like, with Tubi, for example, you know, they are ad, they're ad, an ad-ran movie channel. You know what I mean? So a lot of people weren't buying ads, so, like, three million people seen my damn movie, but I was only paid for, like, 100,000 people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's just some bullshit. But other than that, man, I'm able to work. I'm able to, you know, get a bag, give out a bag, make some more bags. Cause I'm sitting here writing and doing everything. I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm learning the more of the back end of the business, you know. And I'm just man, I'm I'm living this shit, man. I'm good. Yeah, actually, um, I don't know if you just saw that with uh Dave Chappelle. He got he got um Netflix to take off his Chappelle show because he was saying he was, yeah he said well. I guess it's on it's on HBO Max and the CBS show, but it's on Netflix. So Chappelle got them to take it off because he said he never got paid for that. So I'm like, damn, they just been showing that shit all this time and he ain't never been getting paid for it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and Dave, uh, Dave Chappelle is a heavy hitter, man. Yeah, you know, so you know, like when if he if he start making noise, you know, lawyers come with them noises, so people they respect his his voice. Per se, you know what I mean? But COVID is not bad, man. COVID, COVID taught America a lot of stuff about America, man. Huh. I'm saying then you you was talking about your other movies coming soon, The First Lady Three. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about First Lady Three because we got Hoops back, we got um, Jack Thriller in it, we got Andre Drummond in it, we got we got some people in there, man. Then you know we got our KDZ and Lee Master Spratlin and Julius Gregory, we got all them in it. So I'm, I'm excited, man. We just had everybody fly out to Detroit two weeks ago to do the um the table read, and that shit was great. You know, then I got my new movie about to drop next month called He Said She Said. That got Juju in it, you know, and Juju, man. If you know, dog Juju, like. The the cute I call her the Cuban princess, man. That that's my sister now. You know, like it's funny, like 
this year, I really like, I got five sisters already, but I adopted two more with Jennifer and um, Juju. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say even like, I remember like back in the day, like them skits she used to do with Cam was funny. They used to do them skits all the time. It's just was funny. So I already know she probably got some acting to her. Juju brought it. And then she just did uh, True to the Game too. You know what I mean? So, you know, Juju trying to get her acting on, you know, and she she's good. You know, and then she good people. Like I had somebody else that was supposed to play that role before her, and they just they didn't we didn't vibe right. You know what I mean? So God was like, okay, I got you, Dennis, and I'm about to give you somebody better. And he like took the other person away, gave me Juju, and like as soon as Juju got here, it was like I don't never hang out with my cast like that. Man, Juju and her cousin Tito had us out every day eating, tripping out, having a ball, you know, just like real family shit. So I had a ball with it. This, he said, she said, was my fuck, the best set I ever had ever. We had some good sets. Now you, I think you was talking about this a little, little in a previous interview, but just go over your creative process more when you're making the movies. Like, are you writing it or are you getting the script? Like, how's everything coming together? I write my shit. So um, I wrote, all my movies that I've done to date, but now I'm buying scripts with um with my company called Homestead um, Distribution Company. I shouldn't say my because it's really not my company. I'm just I work with them, <laughs> but I'm able to green light some scripts now. You know what I mean for us to produce and put out, and um you know we just got two. Essence bestsellers and New York Times bestsellers, Keisha Irvin and Brenda Hampton. We just got their movies and um, about to do their shit. Then KD's, he got a movie coming out, about to do his shit. It's just, we working right now, man. Like, God is so good, man. I'm enjoying this. Like, like I hear everybody talk about how bad COVID is, but we are really enjoying this. And I would say, um, have your movies ever been on, like, BET yet? No, because uh, BET don't give me a big enough bag. Yeah, so, I, I just try to ask because I see, like, man, the movies on Lifetime be garbage. So I, I'm trying to figure out, like, why you like why your movies can't be on, like, television. You know what I'm saying? The movies on Lifetime just be. All right, so let me break it out to you, right? Here's the math, right? You give BET your movie. BET going to give you between fifty and $100,000, mm. right? And they gonna have the licensing rights to your movie for like a year, right? But if you somebody in my position that I just give it to Amazon Prime, IMDb TV, and Tubi, right? I'm gonna do like three hundred thousand that year. So if I give it to BET just to say I'm on BET, I'm gonna lose two hundred thousand. Mm. Doesn't make sense for me. I don't need to be on BET. Got me? <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm like thinking, you know, somebody trying to, so if somebody was trying to get into the game, like, you know, it's already a couple of people I know that's like trying to make films. So they're trying to level up in the game. What should, what should they do? I will say, um, it depends on your cast. If you, if you spending a mint on the cast and you just want to get your money back and you able to do a BET and they give you a better deal than a hundred thousand for that year, and you only pay like fifty or sixty or maybe a hundred thousand on get you just want your money back, then do it. But if you got faith in yourself, 
Draw the independent writer and do the IMDb TV and do the 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 Tubi and um, the what you call that the fuck Amazon Prime. You do them. You know, you're gonna make more money, man. You just gotta trust yourself and you gotta promote your shit. You know what I mean? So you gotta get on good good podcasts, you gotta get you gotta pay a little bit of money for these advertisers, you gotta do all that shit. You gotta trust you and that's how you gonna make your money. You know? And who would you say your who who are some of your uh, top movie producers of all time? All time, like independent or just period? Oh uh, shit, you can go both ways if you, if you yeah, independent and and the other ways. Well, you know, you gotta think like you you got the big boys like Tyler Perry, Spike Lee's, and you know even the white boys, Bronkheimer, and all of them, you know. But when you talk about that independent movie game, you have like, of course, like a masterpiece, you know, who people probably don't really understand how much I got the hookup made for him. You know what I mean? It sound it sound crazy, but dude made a bag, a real good bag off I got the hookup. How much how much they say he made? Estimate. I mean, we can look it up. I'm I'm pretty sure. He probably only made that movie for probably like at least maybe $200,000, $300,000. And, you know, to date, he probably, I got the hookup, uh, I got the hookup probably made a good $10 million at least, at least, you know, worldwide, you know, because I know what First Lady 2, and I mean, First Lady 1 and 2 did, and, you know, he probably did. He probably did about ten million, bro. Mm. Uh, probably like two hundred thousand. You know, but like independently, you got people like uh, my homeboy T from Moolah Films that fucking kills the game. You know, then me, of course, I'm gonna put me in there. You got, you know, Al Nuke, the big bro in Atlanta, who's from Detroit. You know, you got um, BZ. Like Detroit right now is so, so high up on everybody list when it kind of independent movies. You know, everybody talk about what we doing here in Detroit. Because you got like two of the top five dudes here that's making the most money independently. You know, so when you got us two here and we giving y'all fucking fire three or four times a year, what else can you ask for, man? That's you know? what how would you, I would say, I know like with the, um, like say like the the big, the mainstream movies, they have this big budget. They'll have like $200 million to make a movie, but then the movie don't sell at all. So I would say just far as with independent, how is that like making sure your budget, make sure you make profit off the movie. Do you set, do you kind of think all that out before you even start the movie or is that like make the movie then figure that out later? No, you think about all that beforehand. We business people. I mean, so I already know if I'm gonna spend fifty, I'm gonna make at least two million. That's how I look. You know what I mean? And that two million got to be made in three years. You know, so that's just how I live my life right now. You know, now that we we making our budgets a little bit more, you know, now it's time for us to make more money. So we gonna make the budget of two hundred thousand. Now we trying to do a million in that first quarter. You know what I mean? And like I, I look at people like the dude that did Manny, who did True to the Game one and two. I look at him and I, 
I kind of question some of the moves that he make because knowing like how how he has the right people in his movies, he he's wasting money with doing theaters. You feel me? Because when you do theaters, you have to do that promotion for theaters. When you get to take all that money and just do that shit on Instagram, Facebook, um, YouTube, everywhere, you advertise with them for not even a quarter, but you're gonna have to have to have to um advertise on a national budget for a theater movie. Excuse me, for a theater movie, you put that shit on the stream, man, and you fucking clean up. He would have probably made like three million dollars already off off true to the game if he did that shit the right way. Mm. You yeah. know? So it seems like it's a lot of a lot of money for, for especially our people to make in the movie theaters, movie games. Yeah, it, it, it's a whole hell of a lot of money. It's a lot of money. It's a, and, and the thing is, you know, it it's the new, it's just like the independent movie uh, music game. You know, everybody, everybody wants to do movies. You, the one thing about a movie, you know people going to watch it while you sleep. You know, just like you said, yo, D, I, I throw that shit on TV and I let that shit play out. You know, you know, when people do that, that's a good thing for us, you know? And it's it's a lot of money, man, and it's 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 honest money, you know. When you come from our world, world I was in, I'm this shit saved my life, mm. you know. So I'm enjoying it every bit of it. So what do you think you'd be at if you wasn't um doing this right now? What you'd be doing? If I wasn't doing movies, yeah, I I probably be still doing the bars and the restaurants, um, because I own bars and restaurants, but it would be a struggle. You know what I mean? Like, I would still be okay because I, I promised God I wasn't selling drugs no more. So I would still be okay. But the movie shit made my life purposeful. You know what I mean? It, it's giving me some, a legacy. It's giving me something that people could remember me by. People going to be like, damn, Dennis Reed, 20 years from now, they going to know my name. 100 years from now, they ain't going to know my name. You know? And what else can you ask for? You know, I tell people all the time, like, I want to be the best to ever do this shit. I'm not in this shit just to be okay. You know, I want it to be when you mention producers and directors and writers, they like Dennis Reed. You know, not just saying everybody else. They like, oh, but the boy Dennis is called with the pen. You know, and that's how I want it. Like, that's that's my end game, to be the best. That's all I want to be is the best. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. I was going to say far as, like, you know, with uh, music, far as, like, say you got an album and you got a shelf life, or it could be a timeless album. So I was gonna say, far as like with movies, um, what would you say? Do movies have a chef life, or then, or then, what is a timeless movie to you? What you mean? Like, do, like, is it like you know how like some like especially with hip hop now, an album come out, then like two two months later, people ain't checking for it. But it seems in movies, it kind of lasts longer, right? Yeah, it lasts longer because people always watching shit. You know what I mean, like. That's, that's one thing that my homeboy T from Moolah told me. He like, bro, I don't give a fuck if your movie came out five years ago. It's still like 100 million people in America that haven't seen your shit. Huh. So rebrand your shit. Redo your shit. You know? And he's right. Like, I'm hot. Like, right now, I'm really, really, really hot in, like, Virginia, Atlanta, you know, Georgia, Virginia, Georgia, North Carolina, New York. Um, Florida loves me. Maryland loves me. 
you know, St. Louis, Missouri loves me, you know, but I'm just okay in the Bay Area. I'm just okay in um, Texas. I'm just okay in Detroit where I'm at. I'm just okay there, you know. So now I got to do more advertising in those places for y'all could be like, oh, he's hot there, 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 there too, you know. So it's just so many places I got to hit. You know, after I get done hitting that, then I got to be like, okay, I got to hit the U.K., got to hit Canada, I got to hit Jamaica, and I'm Jamaican, shit. got to hit Panama, you know? So it's like, that's the stuff that we got to do. And it, it just, it's the shelf life there is a little longer. You know, people going to be still talking about first. I get people telling me about first lady shit from three years ago. You know, just a good shit, man. It's the best thing ever. Now, what, what makes a, a good movie to you, like a, a classic movie? Oh, a classic movie to me is something like The Godfather, something like uh, Love Jones, something that made me think, something that made me be like, I want to, something that made me want to do that shit. Like, when you look at The Godfather, and you've seen The Godfather, right? Yeah. Right. And when you see, when you think about The Godfather, you always think about the rules of the family. You know what I mean? You'd be like, yo, like, don't, don't ever put anybody in front of your family. Don't ever talk business about, don't talk family business in front of people that's not in the family. Uh, don't ever disrespect people in your family, the people that's not in your family. You know, those are the shit that you be like, yo, those are life lessons. You know what I mean? And love Jones. What did love Jones teach us? The love for you, you you can't help who you love and you don't have to go back to a love just to, just because everybody say that's the thing that you're supposed to do. You can fall in love with somebody totally opposite of you and be gone over them. You give them a chance and you find out that's the best thing ever. You know what I mean? Those are the movies that mean something, man. Like, I always, man, I could watch Love Jones, um, Boys in the Hood. What did Boys in the Hood teach us, man? You know, like, what did Minister just say? I don't know about what's going on in the hood. <laughs> it's like, man, that, that's the shit that we, those are movies, man. Those are things that make you think, you know, and that's all you want to do. You want to be able to think about some shit, and, but not be, like, like, wore out with it. You just, you watch the movies and you, like, you driving in your car, like, that's a lesson right there. You know? Okay, you about, uh, what do you think about um, John Singleton, speaking of Boys in the Hood? Think it's fucked up that he did, you know. But that teaches that we need to take better care of ourselves. You know what I mean? It teaches that we got to love ourselves a little bit more. We got to get in that gym. Got to eat right. You know what I mean? We gotta, you know, we, if you gonna drink, drink the best shit. It's okay to drink. You know what I mean? But drink the healthy drink. It, liquor is unhealthy. I get it. But if you gonna drink it, drink the shit that's not gonna fuck up your organs. Drink good shit. You know, if you're going to smoke, smoke good shit. You know? <laughs> it's like, stop putting all the bullshit in your body, man. And, you know, leave that pork alone, man. Eat beef every now and then. You know, it's just like, eat your vegetables. Make sure that you do your blood pressure shit. You know, because we we get all this money that we, that we be praying for and hoping for, and then we die as soon as we get it, because we ain't take care of ourselves. That's bullshit, man. That man worked for 30 years being dope. Finally get the really, he got a TV show that was on there doing great. And then he turned around and just died. It's like, what the fuck? I know, right? Fuck me up. That, that hurt me. You know, because he was like, he was like, you, you look at him and Spike Lee, 
you know, as people that that just did it. You know what I mean? They didn't like they probably went to school for it and all that, but you you seen them and you knew that you could do it. Watching them, you say, damn, I can make a movie. You know what I mean? And that shit means something. Like that's why I think I like who I am right now, because when you look at me, you like, yo, that nigga making movies? Him? <laughs> that nigga? If that nigga can make a movie, I can make a movie. You know, and that shit means something. You know, and who don't want to be an inspiration for other people, man? You know, you want to be an inspiration to people, and that's all I want to be. I, I like when kids be like, what do you do for a living? I pull up in my car, and a drug dealer nigga pull up in his car. We got the same car. And they like, yo, what do you do? You sell drugs? No, oh, man, I write. You write? Yeah, man, I really write. I write stories. And they be like, you write. You don't do it. I write stories. I write that shit. And they kids will be like, what? And that's thing you know, they ask you questions and you changing their life. You know, who in the hood you knew? You, you from the hood. So how many people from the hood did you know were doing podcasts? None. You know what I mean? Only thing we ever hear about is niggas hooping and selling dope. That's it. Playing football. That's it. Now you like, yo, I'm, I'm doing movies. They like, what the fuck? How do you do that? They see you with Jen. They see you with Juju. They see you with Benzino. See you with Jim Jones. They see you with the people that they respect so much. They like, them your friends? Those are my niggas. They like, but... You don't even smoke weed. You don't even really drink. Like, no, I don't. But I'm 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 making people hot. I make them relevant. Like, that's what we do. And when you tell a kid that they could they get geek, like, man, that shit great. And next thing you know, they writing. Oh, yeah. And that means you did your job. How old were you when you started writing like movies? I started writing books um, in 05. I was selling drugs before that. I got shot up April 20th, 05. I told God I wasn't doing that shit no more. And then um, my first book came out, like I got shot in April. My book came out like in like November. And it was like book, book, then plays, and then movies. That's exactly how I went. That was my timeline. What was the books you was writing? I wrote a book called He Said, She Said. Um, okay. I call that. He's coming out with the movie now. Yeah, He Said, She Said. Actually, it's funny because it's literally right here, right? So this this book, I say this is the book to save my life. You know what I mean? Like, this and my kids. This, this right here, that saved my life because it, it gave me purpose. So then he said, she said, was my first play. Then, you know, True Law, one of my other books, was my first movie. And then, like, we just, I just got my money right in the last few years in order to be able to do He Said, She Said, the movie. I couldn't do He Said, She Said, the movie without it being great. Like, I needed to be able to put matches in there. I needed to put them Bentleys in there and the, the ghosts in there and all that shit. That's what He Said, She Said needed. It couldn't be... Just they live ordinary. These were not no ordinary living black people. These were black people with money. And we had to show that shit. And if I'd have did it 
years ago when I first started doing movies, they wouldn't have worked. So how long were you selling drugs for? Um, 98, 90, 97 to 05. Oh, so you writing a, um, it's like realism in your movies then. It's huh? Yeah, it's cool. It's huh? You know, but like I never was that guy that was on the corner just selling dope. That wasn't me. You know what I mean? And I didn't, like, I still to this day don't understand it. Like, I know that everybody is always levels to every single thing. You know what I mean? And my level went from ounce to, <laughs> to half pounds to pounds really quick. You know what I mean? Went from an 80 to a half. It, my shit went really quick. And I always tell people, like, God, take that shit, don't. You know what I mean? Like, God knew that he didn't want me doing that. And if I tell you, like, the story behind it is funny because I got shot up April 20th, 05. And dude got caught in Chicago that was telling on everybody um, April 22nd. So he told on everybody, like all the wiretaps and everything went out April 22nd. And I'm in the hospital for 30 days, 31 days. So all the wiretaps that they did, my name wasn't on none of it. So everybody that I was selling dope with ended up getting 20, 30, 40 years. Yeah. Right? So dude tried to kill me, and he really saved my life. I mean, you said shot up. So how many times were you shot? Six. Damn. Are you are you okay now? Or are you still like after? I'm good, man. I'm good. Only thing I fear is God and fake friends. Did you? Was you thinking you was about to? Uh, was you, like? Did you have? Was it like near life experience, death experience? Like with the moment it happened, how was you feeling? Like, did you think you was gonna make it or? It. The, the person that shot me was like family. Damn. So it was like, I was more fucked up that he was shooting me. But life, I, I was never scared though. And it, it sounds crazy, but it was like God like put his arms around me like you good. And it, it, it sounds nuts. Like I'm not saying I was Superman or none of that bullshit, no. It was just like God just put his, he gave me favor that day. You know what I mean? And and that wasn't the first time he gave me favor, bro. So it's like, that's when I started realizing, like, yo, he got me here for a reason, man. You know, what's that reason? I'm still trying to figure it out. You know, like, we did a coat drive yesterday. We gave 500 coats away. You know what I mean? But that's not my purpose. That's not, that's not my reason for being here. You know, what is my reason? I don't know. I want to figure it out. I think that's the fucked up part, though. When we know, that's when we die. <laughs> Like, you know, like, yo, we, we supposed to be here for this, and then we die, and then that's fucked up, you know? So those are the things that I'm trying to just figure out my life, though, you know, because I think I'm a great father. I think I'm a good grandfather. I think I'm a good employer. I, get, I, I think I'm a good brother, good friend, a cool son, you know? But I, I'm here to change the world, you know what I mean? So what am I? It's like Tupac. Like, Tupac had a thing that he... He went through hell, but he was trying to change the world. So, what is my purpose? Those are the things I think about. Don't you? I was looking at your Twitter. You post like a, a scripture or something every day, right? Or you say something no, every day. I you say, say, I say every morning. I say, "Good morning, Jesus. Thank you for the wake up call." Yeah, 
Why you anymore. think that's important? Why is that important? Um, it's funny to the person that uh, put me on to that. You be like, what? He's the biggest sinner in the world. But I was um when I was fucked up and I was trying to figure out this money thing and how to pay my bills and how to keep my family together. Um, I I um I was born in New York to sell books and I ain't had no money. I was fucking broke. And I got to New York and I sold all my books and I made a deal with this guy named CD to give him 10,000 books. And on my way home from making my 10,000 book sale, Art Kelly was on the radio and he was like, we get up every morning and tell somebody good morning, but we don't tell the man who blessed us and gave us us good morning. I'm like, what? I'm just, I'm listening. He was like, how many times do we get up and just tell Jesus good morning? I was like, shit, like 06. And I went on Facebook that day, that morning, was like, good morning, Jesus. Thank you for the wake up call. You know, because people just don't know how fucked up my life was. So when my life was fucked up, now it's like, all right, now it's good. I'm not, I don't have a perfect life, but I mean, I live in a nice house. I drive a nice car. I'm able to go anywhere I want to go. I got cool friends that I think are my friends. And the only person that I'd say they really made that shit happen for me was Jesus. So I'm going to tell him good morning before I tell any of you motherfuckers good morning. <laughs> That's what happened. Well, I'm saying so. But what would you say? Is, so, what is true happiness and success to you? Um, I want to be a billionaire, seriously, and I want to be able to give this world more than what it gave me. You know what I mean? So, like my sons and my daughter, my grandbaby, my girl. I want to be able to, I want to make them proud and I want to make the people that raised me proud and, and I want to give this world a lot, man. You know, I want to be, able to, I want to be that person that when you can't pay for your kid to go to college, you don't have that problem. You, 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 you want to have a down payment on your first house. You don't have that problem if you allow me because it's not that I'm giving you something. I'm helping you advance our people. And I'm not talking about black and white either. I'm talking about our people, because our people are the people around us. You know, it's not a black and white thing. I got a, a white Panamanian, I had a white Panamanian grandmother. So it's like, I need all our people around me to be happy and be, be fruitful and not need me for shit but can give me something because they know that I help put them in position to have everything. You know, like I don't want to be giving people money, but I want to teach them how to fish. You know what I mean? And then we together, we can fucking buy a lake and fish all day. That's the kind of shit I'm on. That's why I think I love Jay-Z so much because dude really in real life put his team on so scantless that they all doing something. Him, LeBron James is another one. 
all his team is doing something. They're not just handouts. They they fucking working, you know. And when you when your team work like that, dog, you have a good life and a good team. You don't have to worry about the bullshit. Man. No haters around me. That's all I ever asked for. Are you going to make a movie about your life? No. Why not? Um, Because at the end of the day, man, I don't ever want people to think that this shit is real. Like, if you sell drugs, you're going to do one of three things. And not many of us um, beat them odds. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So I don't want to make it like, yo, I'm one of the people to beat the odds and you could do it too. No, because your ass don't fucking get killed or your ass don't end up in jail or your ass don't end up on no dope. You know what I mean? And I don't want people to think because I I escaped it and I I was blessed with it that that shit can happen for you because that shit not trying to tell you gonna happen for you. You know what I mean? When that nigga put that gun in my face and pulled that trigger, you know, that wasn't nothing but God saying, no, I got him. This one of mine, I'm not fucking with you. I'm not letting you take him. You know what I mean? And I don't want people to think that that's gonna be your life because we burying too many of our people. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even, like my thing is, I don't have a problem with what people do. I have a problem with how we killing each other. And then, like, I look at when people be leaving comments on my movies and shit, they be like, just another drug story. None of my fucking movies are just, like, really drug stories. They may have a drug part, but they're not drug stories. They are really, like, movies that make your ass be like, yo, these motherfuckers live a little differently. They do things a little differently. Like, the drug dealer that I always idolized with the drug dealer you didn't know. He was the politician. (laughs) You know what I mean? He was that guy. Because he was the pastor. Because them the niggas that bring that shit here. <laughs> like, oh. people don't get it. Like, that nigga that just riding around in that Range Rover, I didn't idolize him. I liked the motherfucker that was bringing in the Range Rovers with the dope in the Range Rover. That was my idol. You know what I mean? Not the nigga that was just riding around in the Range Rover. He got a nice house. He got, you know, but he getting indicted. They don't indict the people that you can't indict what you don't know. Uh-huh. That's who that's that was my my idol. And everybody don't have those same idols. You know? So it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, man. And what what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Y'all the shit. <laughs> y'all so dope, man. Y'all, y'all dope. I appreciate every view, every share every comment, every, every, every blessing, every time you tell me you want First Lady 3 and hurry the fuck up, or every time you tell me that you want Indictment 2 or I Declare War the second season, that shit means everything to me. When I walk around and, and I'm not in my city, because they don't even do it in my city, it'd be amazing that I'd be in other, in other cities and they find out that I wrote the shit and they'd be like, dog, that shit was dope. And then I get a crowd of people talking about it. You know, I don't think people understand, like, those, those, those are moments that you just be wanting to take pictures of, but you don't want to be a fan to yourself. You know, you be geek that people really fuck with you like that. And it don't be here. It don't even be in Detroit. It be in other places. 
So fans, I love y'all. I thank y'all. I mean, y'all the dopest fans in the world. And what uh, what music are you listening to right now? Oh shit, dog. Okay, so what's on my playlist right now that I've been bumping? My son got me listening. <laughs> my son got me listening to all these young cats. So like the King Von dude, I I was listening to him a lot. Um, he got me listening to uh, Love Baby. He got me listening to The Baby. He got me listening to um, uh, Polo, Polo, Polo G or something. Polo G. He he told me his three favorite rappers is Lil Baby, Polo G, and Lil Baby, Polo G. The young guy from here, um, 22, 22, 44, Doug, 44, he from Detroit, too. Oh, I, thought he just, I thought he just passed away, too, though, right? The FBG Duck. Oh, one of them died, the FBG Duck. No, he died. He passed. Uh, I gotta go to my Apple Music because I got all of them on there. But my son got me listening to all these people, man. 40, 44. But I'm saying, how many of them are doing like now, man? It's like every all of them rapping and singing. So it's like, are y'all rapping now or is that singing? I'm confused. Man, it's 44 Doug. He from Detroit. I like him. And you know what though? What I learned and and you know. It, it, it took somebody like Jay-Z to say the shit, but they making music that, that, that they love, man. Yeah. You know, and we we at old heads, we got to listen to what we like from them, but we still got our Jay-Z. We, uh, I've been bumping Royce 5'9", new shit, so scandalous. You know what I mean? Because he a hip. I love Royce. Like, and... Now do I love him? Shit, I've been knowing dude forever. You know what I mean? So I've been listening to him. I've been listening to Big Sean Heavy, you know. Um, but I'm I'm geeked about listening to Sada Baby. I'm geeked to listen to Lil Baby. I'm uh, the baby, Lil Baby, Yo Gotti. You know, I'm I'm loving music right now, man. You know, especially when I'm writing, you know, like I I've, I've been listening to a lot of Jay-Z. I've been bumping that Jay-Z Blueprint 3 a whole lot these last two weeks. Mm. You know what I mean? That that Blueprint 3, I didn't know how great it was until this, these last couple of weeks. That 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 shit, ooh. It was some, What's your favorite song on that one? Some cold joint. Huh? What's your favorite What'd song? You What's your favorite on song? The, uh, on Jay-Z one, um... Let me look, cause I I be I be. Yeah, I'm supposed to talk to uh, I'm supposed to talk to Billy Dance from MOP today, tonight. What'd you say? I said I'm supposed to talk to one of the cats from MOP tonight. For real? Yeah, I know. I I, I like that song he had on there that you don't know. I think they did the part two on that one. Hold on, my favorite song on that Jay Z joint, and it's gonna trip you out because you will understand it, Jay Z. My favorite song on that bad boy was the first song. I love what you talking. What we ain't talking. What we talking about? I love that. Okay. And then of course I love Empire State of Mind. And then um, uh, 
on to the next one. I love that song. And then number nine was probably my favorite song with J. Cole, the, the uh, Star is Born. I love that shit. Love that. That on to the next one, though, I love that because, like, I when I first bought my first bar, I bought it with three other guys. And I remember the one song, like, I don't buy the night spot. I bought I bought the night spot on one of his other CDs. And when he said it in his other CD, I have been saying that for so long. Like, I don't do titty bars. I buy titty bars. Like, I don't buy bottles. I buy the bar. Like, for real. Like, I don't want the block. I want all. I want the whole neighborhood kind of thing. That just always been my frame. But I mean, just I think that's a Sagittarius state of mind. You know what I mean? Because we always want it all. And we want it, we want, like, I just think differently. Like, I tell Jennifer all the time, I'm like, my friends dream different. You know, like, you know, like, when you a kid, you just want that big house that you see, like, in, like, like, in your suburbs. You don't really think about them big-ass houses that's somewhere else because you ain't never seen it. You can't fathom it. That's the kind of shit, like, like, when you hear about Kobe dying in a helicopter, right? You're like, why the fuck you leave in the helicopter? Because he didn't like traffic. Um, <laughs> he was saving time, time is money. Like he would say, you know, and 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 that's the thing, you know, and that's how I always thought. Like I hop on a helicopter in a minute and shoot to Ohio for a minute just to work, and that's the shit that I always wanted to be able to do, you know. But that's that's God just saying, yo, we elevating you, and I never thought about doing no shit like that until I first heard Kirby doing that shit. Like one of my son games, I want to on a helicopter. You know, I'm saving like three hours of a fucking drive. You so know, you, but you still using them now? I haven't been on one since Kobe died, but um, I will in a heartbeat because them shit safer than cars. Mm. You know, it just it, it just is what it is, man. Shit happens. Like. I think what people don't understand is when it's your time, man, it's, it's your time. God, God don't, don't, God take care of that. You, how, how it happens, how it happens, you know, and we can't live our life in a bubble thinking not to enjoy this shit. If you, if you able to hop on a helicopter, you motherfucker hop on a helicopter, shit, you know, <laughs> the fuck, you, how many people died in Porsches and Range Rovers and all that shit? No, in regular car accidents. How many right. people Man, it was crazy. One day I was in, I was reading in the news. I was watching the news. A guy died just sitting at the corner walking. He was waiting across the street, and a, another car just hit him like that. So shit. And 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 you gonna start walking down the street? That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you know, we it man, we just we be so quick to say what we not gonna do. You you can't do it because you can't afford to do it. If your money get right, you're gonna be like, I'm about to take the private plane. I know you're fucking. <laughs> but it is like, I used to be like that. I never forget my, my son, mother, man. We, um, she had an older son, and we had a son together, and I had a son, right? So she had her son, we had a son, I had my son. And she used to give her son money, like his dad would pay child support, it was like $100. He, she would give him the hundred dollars and still buy him like three pair of shoes a month, and I couldn't afford to buy my son three pair of shoes a month, right? And I'd be like, "Why are you always buying him shoes? Why are you doing that? Are you gonna give him the whole child?" Support? 
porch. I was such a bitch. I was, I was a hating ass bitch. <laughs> but, 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 you know, the money came up a little bit, and Cameron asked me like, "I'm about to buy some shoes." I'm like, "Okay, you got your, you got your debit card. You own shit." You know, I'm trying to figure out what kind of karma about this kid. Like, I never thought that that was gonna be my life. That's all God, man. You know, people don't even get me. I'm so thankful for everything that I have, man, because I know I know where it come from, and it come from a good place. Like, I want to be able to give more. Like, I feel like every, like, I made $3. If I could give away a dollar to make our world better, that's what the fuck I'm doing. Because I, I don't go to church no more. So that's my time to offer when I go and do something for other people. You know what I mean? Because I don't know if it's a heaven or hell, but I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a live this life like it's a heaven, and I'm going to do everything I can to get there. You know what I mean? So... I'm doing whatever I can to make this little world that I'm in a little bit better, you know. So yeah, I'm, my I'm, boys, I'm one of my boys was saying that he was like, like when you're in the streets, you gotta look over your shoulder. But if you're doing something positive, like you ain't gotta worry about that stuff. So it feels it's much better. It's a different look, man. Like it, it, it's just man. Street shit is cool. The money is great. Money is great, <laughs> but when you just doing shit the right way, when you just doing it the right way, it's just a different feeling, man. To know that you helping your community and not taking from it, it's just it's a different it's a different feeling. Like who who don't want their mom to be proud of? You feel me? Who don't want their kid to be proud of? That's that's how I look at it. Who who don't want that girl to be proud of? You know, like, you don't want to be, like, um, the first mayor of New York died yesterday. The first black mayor of New York. I think he's the only black mayor in New York, right? He died yesterday. He spoke at my uncle's funeral a few years ago. That's one of my uncle's closest friends. Mm. And I remember when he walked in the funeral, everybody was whispering. I'm like, yo, that's how. I wanna, I, I wanna be when I walk into a building. When I walk into a building, I want people to be like, and they not saying he a fucked up bad person. I want them to be like, yo, he that guy that wrote this. He that guy that directed this. He that guy that did this for the community. He that guy that's a good father. I want every girl to be in that bitch. Like, I want to fuck the shit out of him. That's the shit that we want in life. <laughs> that's what we want. And, and that's what all it is, man. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm working for. I want to be the person that they whisper about, and it's not no bullshit. You know? So, you know, yeah, we don't have to look over our shoulders no more, but we kind of do, because there's a lot of haters out here, but it's, you don't have to do it as much. All right, man. Well, well, thanks for coming through politics with me. Man, I love your motherfucking show. DM me your uh your address, man. I gotta send you a shirt. I forgot you asked about the shirt last time. I gotta send you a shirt. All right, I I, I DM it to you, ASAP. Yeah, I want you gotta I wanna I wanted to be in some movie on the low though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Just yeah. have to like wear it. It could be the person getting shot. I don't care. <laughs> nah, bro. I ain't killing nobody in your shirt. I have somebody at the school talking in your shit, though. All right. Well, I got you. I'm going to see you one. Yeah, just DM me your address. I got you.
Man, I appreciate it. I wear a 3X too. Don't be what somebody just sent me a a a, a pair of small jogging pants. I'm like, bro, my baby can't even wear that shit. <laughs> I wear I wear a 3X too. So shit, I know. I know how it be. Yeah, give me a 3X. You be man. trying, you be trying to be like, oh, I can wear that 2X, 2X, you looking crazy. <laughs> you watch it that one time, and it's a wrap, man. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. What's your social media again? My social media is um, Dennis, uh, at Dennis, D-E-N-N-I-S, read, R-E-E-D, and then there's two I's after the um, D. And then, of course, on Facebook, it's um, just Dennis Reed. And then on um, Twitter, it's Dennis R121475, I believe. That's it, man. I think that's it on, on, on Twitter. I don't even really be I, I I post on Twitter just in the morning. No, on Twitter it's just um just Dennis Reed the second too, man. Everything is Dennis Reed the second. Got any shout-outs? Any shout-outs? Yeah. Man, of course. I wanna shout out my whole my staff, man, at Mighty Wing Shop and at the bar at Comfort Zone. I wanna shout out the dopest fucking publicist in the whole world, Dove. And um, shout out my cast from First Lady One, Indictment. He said, she said, I declare war, true law. Shout them out because of my motherfucking people. <laughs> and that's it, man. Shout out to you for letting me come on your show for second time, man. Show. The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash PO audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power.